Here goes. Maybe I'll get some sunshine and golfing in. I didn't pre-read the reading, so let's see what shows up for us today. Edgar Guest. Let me be a little kinder. Let me be a little blinder. To the faults of those around me, let me praise a little more. thought it was going to be a nursery rhyme there for a minute. Let me be a little kinder. Let me be a little blinder. To the faults of all... Let me be a little blinder to the faults of all... Ah! Yeah, the way they have this written doesn't read well. Let me be a little blinder to the faults of those around me. Let me praise a little more. Okay, now I got it. Fifth time's the charm. (laughs) All right, here goes. Sometimes we find it easy to be critical of others. In our fellowship, this is known as taking inventory, making comparisons between others and ourselves. It is often a defensive posture born of low self-esteem. Not only does it waste sober time and energy, but creates resentment and grandiosity in us, and that hurts our recovery. When we are foolish enough to criticize another's choice, we are setting ourselves up for trouble. When we pray for the strength to praise rather than criticize, we find that praise is its own reward. We feel better, more optimistic about ourselves and our world. When we pay attention to ourselves and let others do the same, Life's burdens lift, our spirits, our spirit flowers and opens so our higher power can work with us. We are lucky that our only life is our own. We had so much trouble handling life before recovery. One is enough for now. And now we can make that life a rich one. Today, let me live my own life and allow others the rightful space to live theirs. <laughs> Stay in your own lane. That's what that reminds me of so often. Oh, this is a this is a monster, right? I I, I know it's a, a monster for me. It's so easy to see everybody else's negative bucket or their shortcomings. And yeah, in in GA in the twelve step programs, we call it taking other people's inventory because in in step four we take our inventory. And we identify our our shortcomings and our opportunity areas. And when we're being judgy about other people, you know, we're taking their inventory on their shortcomings. I have learned that I don't I don't know the psychological term, maybe it's projection or whatever. There's times that when we're looking at people's what we would perceive as a weakness, it might be a weakness of our own. So we need to be mindful of that. It, it says here it's a often a defensive posture born of low self-esteem. So instead of looking in the mirror, we can look at other people because we're too afraid to look in our mirror. What are we going to see? You know, do we want to deal with what we see? Hopefully, yes, because that's what gets us to that other side of, of, of recovery. 
Not only does it waste sober time and energy, but it creates resentment and grandiosity. Yeah, resentment resentment doesn't serve anybody or anything, guys. It's um it's that old cliche of drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Doesn't work that way. Just it just keeps our bucket full of that negative shit. And grandiosity, I love that word. I didn't even know what that word was until I went to treatment. And uh, the counselors called out one of our, one of our, uh, I don't know, counterparts? What do you call them? (laughs) They're not roommates. You know, one of the other people that were with us in our group. And I think really was trying to work on his grandiosity and now that I understand the word, like definitely if you knew him at that time and place, his his picture could be in the dictionary next to it for sure. Um, but it was always an interesting perspective. And it was one of those things that I reflected on for a long time. Like, do I have that? Like, I just couldn't imagine having that. But I think on some level I did. I think when when I... um you know, took people for free dinners and nights out at the casinos. Yes, my air quotes were around free. Um, you know, it was a, had a little bit of grandiosity around it. It wasn't, hey, I'm this sick. It was, hey, the casino loves me this much. You know, let me let me show you around. Um, definitely can hurt our recovery if we don't get out of that frame of mind. And and it, I want to also say that there's like a balance to, you know, as as you move forward in your recovery, I know I'm going a little off track, go figure, but as you move forward and you start to acquire things like money or tangible things that you want to buy instead of gambling away your money, um, having those things doesn't make you grandiose. It's like the showboating and the lack of appreciation and the whatever that makes it more grandiose. Um, I want you to be proud of the things you acquire in recovery. When we are foolish enough to criticize another's choice, we are setting ourselves up for trouble. Oh my God, that's so true. Again, we're not looking in the mirror. We're focusing attention. We can't change other people. So what difference does it make to us if they're a certain way? Like, let it go. Like, they have their opportunity to do what they need to do. But all it does is create harm for us because if we get those emotions stirred, those frustration, those anger, those I want to change or or whatever, you get that flow in and it's so easy to leave us back to the bet. So I love that. When we pray for strength to praise rather than criticize, we find that praise is its own reward. Always. You, you treat people with compliments and loving kindness and and show them they're good. You know, if we're feeling like we're not good enough, what do you think other people are feeling like? Like you and I have that in common, right? At some point, we felt we weren't good enough. And maybe we're still at that point. So if you and I are feeling that, don't you think other people are feeling that? I think other people are feeling that. So let's build each other up and and pass the the good vibes instead of the... Well, you suck, and which then puts them on the defense of you suck, and then everybody feels fucking horrible. Like, what's the point? 
When we pay attention to ourselves and let others do the same, life burdens lift. Our spirit flowers and opens us up so our HP can work with us. So if you're already dragging around a full negative bucket with the suitcase behind you full of more negative shit, how are you going to carry somebody else's shit? Like, you can't. Like... I mean, maybe you can, maybe you get a U-Haul for shit, but um, <clears throat> that's not the direction I would want to put my efforts into. So if you spend your time, instead of trying to take on someone else's suitcase and someone else's negative bucket, if you take spend the time throwing your suitcase off the bridge and continuing to churn through the negative in your bucket, get it out, fill it up with positive you're going to feel so much better and you're going to be so much lighter. Like you're just going to be so much lighter. And when you're lighter, you can cruise through life a whole lot easier. We had so much trouble handling life before recovery. One is enough for us for now, which is what I mean. Don't carry anybody else's suitcase. And now we can make that life a rich one. And I don't think this means just rich in money. I think this means rich in relationships, rich in our self-esteem, rich in our efforts, rich in our communication, rich in everything that we do because we're showing up. If we're, if we're looking in the mirror instead of at other people, we then have the opportunity to work through whatever areas, oh, excuse me, whatever areas might need to be focused on so that we can continue to grow and develop. Today, let me live my own life and allow others their rightful space to live theirs. I think that was a pretty good reading, guys. Stay in our lane. Focus on ourselves. Why why need back surgery from trying to carry someone else's suitcase? It just doesn't work. And um, I need to remind myself of that often, too. So that's why I get... The readings that hit home usually mean that's the ones I have to do some work on. And um, although I'm much better than I was, uh, and I think I, I'm mindful of this, it's not always perfect. You know, I still have that. I want to help. I want to fix. I can't help. I can't fix everything. You know, I um, especially in this world as I work with people who may or may not want the help. They may think they want the help, and maybe they don't. If I if I got so immersed in every person that was like that, it would be very defeating. You know, I, I, I don't know, honestly, how um, counselors and therapists, I don't know how they live that every day. You know, people emptying their suitcases in their laps, like, I think if I was a therapist, I would need therapy anyway, just to empty that suitcase. Like, it's like a, you know, what do you do with it? So anyway, I totally digressed again. All right, time for me to go get ready. I already went from my walk. and I'm working on my water. The 75 hard is hard. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that I have not been as consistent about doing two walks or two um, you know, whether it's biking, roller skating, whatever I've been doing, I have not been that consistent about this since this challenge. So I'm enjoying that. It's also teaching me the recovery Dharma stuff that we're looking at. That's the book that I'm reading right now. I have another book lined up 
we'll see. I'm 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 really contemplating dropping the evening shows when I go back to the office on the 20th. That was kind of the commitment. I would like to get more interview shows back out. Maybe I should take a poll. I need to do something to help me with that decision, but there's a lot of great guests that I'm meeting that I just need to make the time to get them on the show and share their their wisdom with you. I think after almost we're getting close to 300 episodes of of me twice a day, you might you might be ready for a little a little different perspective and I'm ready to learn some things from these people. So that might be happening. I'm I'm still on the fence. I will keep you posted. I mean, I mean like it's programmed. They say what? A habit is formed after 21 days like it's programmed. I, I know that I have to come see you in the morning and I know I say goodnight to you before I go to bed and I know it's good for me. So I I struggle with the idea of giving it up because I, I am not going to the office full time. Um, it'll be still a work from home and work from the office, but I don't know what that's going to look like completely. Anyway, I sometimes have aha moments when I talk to you guys about this stuff. So I'm trying to talk through it. I think where I landed, though, is maybe we do every morning, uh, at least every morning that I'm I'm home and and not traveling. Uh, if I go to Connecticut, sometimes it's a struggle to uh, record for the morning. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. That's my problem. But I'm, I'm just kind of churning through it. All right, beautiful people, have a fabulous day. Remember to stay in your own lane. Focus on you. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself how beautiful and awesome and amazing you are, because you are. And you're well understood.